Sounds good. to the Natalie Wise Woman podcast. Thank you for being here. This is where we bring awareness to different health and wellness topics, topics that are related to becoming your highest potential. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to this episode of the Natalie Wise Woman podcast. It's the last episode of this year and I have decided to teach you a technique that is very well suited to invite in the new year. And this idea actually came from the fact that I realized that you know, this year has been very intense and crazy and amazing in many ways. But I realized that I'm still holding on to something uh, that I don't want to bring with me into the new year. And I, I was like, I'm feeling this kind of resentment and something inside of me that I want to release. And I, I thought about what kind of techniques I have in my kind of healing toolbox that I can use for myself to release these things. And then I I remembered that, oh wow, I have this tool which is called Honoponopono and it has proven to be very effective for me at least in the past. And I have decided to do this exercise myself before the new year so that I can kind of have a clear slate and start a new beginning, a new year manifest and bring in everything that I want to bring in and one of the important things for doing that is to let go of whatever is holding you back it's not just about you know dreaming big and believing in your visions and all these things but it's also about letting go of limiting beliefs letting go of all the resentment the grudge everything that you're holding on to that is not serving you that is lowering your vibration. That is something that is important to let go of. And this technique of Honoponopono originates from the indigenous people uh, on Hawaii. And with this technique, you will completely forgive yourself, everyone in the past, and everything that has ever happened to you. That you can just come up like remember it is made to let go of any grudges from your past because these are holding you back from your highest potential holding on to grudge is kind of like intending to poison someone but ending up drinking the poison yourself and we don't want to do that So this is a very different episode because it's kind of like a little workshop where you get to do something. It's interactive. You get to practice. I'm going to give you uh, first a pretty cool story about Honoponopono. uh, And then I'm going to teach you the technique. 
and then you can try it out and you you can pause this episode and write down whatever steps this um this exercise requires uh it's not difficult at all so just write it down and then do the exercise uh find some kind of quiet time it takes maybe half an hour or something sit down and really kind of meditate on this exercise so the story that i want to tell you is about a a ward for mentally ill criminals uh, on the island of hawaii where these were like the worst of the worst criminals you know they're mentally ill no one really you know wants to work with these people or it's very hard to work with these people um and at this ward um the rotation of staff was very very high so the doctors that came in the psychologists that it came in they were there for like a maximum of three months and they were like i'm leaving because it was a horrible place place to work at you know and nothing seemed to be helping these mentally ill criminals there was a lot of sick leave among the staff and you know felt like a very dangerous place to work at well what happened was that there was a clinical psychologist uh, named dr hugh len who who started working at this um, ward and with these criminals and uh, he had a very different approach to the other you know doctors and psychologists um because he he kind of just seemed to not be doing much he was you know walking around the ward and just like smiling and being very calm and he was sitting in his office and he was you know asking for some of the some of the records of the uh, some of the files from the the patients and the criminals and he wasn't seeing any of the patients or the criminals so it seemed kind of weird you know we just sat in his office with the files and you know people were were a bit you know curious about what he was doing and and if they asked him he would talk about these this weird thing called honoponopono and saying that that was what he was doing so what he was doing actually he was not seeing the clients he sat there in his office with the files of the criminals so he could have like an criminal x and his file and he would read through everything all the horrible you know murders and rapes and all these like the worst things you can imagine that they had done and he would imagine that he had done that and he was that person and he would kind of vision what that would be like and then he would do honoponopono where he would release this scenario so he would say i forgive you i'm sorry thank you and i love you what happened at the ward after he had done this for for some time he had done the honoponopono um was that actually things started to shift at the hospital you know some of the pa- the the patients or the inmates that 
we're not allowed to go outside. We're suddenly allowed to go. And suddenly they were playing tennis with the staff. They were repairing the tennis court. They were, they were taking care of the garden. And, you know, people needed less pharmaceutical drugs. And he stayed there for four years altogether. And slowly, some of the inmates started to be released. They were getting better. Just by him doing this exercise, they were letting go of whatever they had done. And suddenly, they were like new people and they could be released. So what happened after four years was that uh, so many of the patients and the criminals had been released and a few of them were left and they were moved to other wards. But in the end, there were not enough people to even keep it anymore. So they had to shut down the whole place because his job, he did such a good job, <laughs> they had to close down. And I think this is an amazing example of the power of this exercise. And... I really highly recommend doing this and you can do it at any time. Like it's not for the New Year's only, but it's a very good time to do that because we want to kind of finish up a chapter and start up a new chapter and that this is a very good exercise for that. So I'm going to go through the elements of this exercise. It's only for, you know, kind of steps or before the first step, what you do is that you create a list. So you can take a piece of paper, write one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, uh, and so forth. And you create a list with situations, with different people, different events that you know deep inside that you need to let go of. I always say that forgiveness is not for the other person. Forgiveness is for ourselves. You know, if we have done something and we forgive, that releases that from us. It's not about what it does so much to the other person, but it's what it does to you when you forgive yourself for something you did. So these situations that you know in your life, they can be like the smallest. They can be like, oh, that time I stole a cookie from my neighbor when I was five. Or it can be, you know, whatever more traumatic thing happened in your life or whatever, um, whatever. And it can be something you did. It can be something that someone else did. Anything that you feel that you know that you should let go of. And we all have these things. They build up all the time. And they build up resentment, different emotions inside of us that are heavy. They're very dense emotions. And that's why it's important to let go. And then we can create new space for more positive things, for growth for change. So you create this list and I highly recommend having at least 20 to 25 different scenarios. It's not that difficult because they don't have to be big things. And even though you feel like, you know, 
if it's a scenario that you feel that some emotions like you're still annoyed at this or something, then it's really important to actually let go. Like those are the important ones where you kind of feel like, yeah, but he was a, you know, he did something wrong and you cannot like, it doesn't matter what somebody did. It's important to let go. So you make this list, try to make it 25 scenarios, situations, people's and people events that did something. Then when you have the list, you start with the first one. And let's say it would be that time I cheated on my wife. And you have a specific time. You think about that scenario and you kind of feel for a few seconds what it was like and what the situation was like. So you get into it. Then you say the words, I forgive you. I'm sorry. Thank you. And I love you. The meaning behind these phrases are the following. So I forgive you will release this situation or scenario from yourself. It is no longer your problem. This situation is no longer allowed to affect you or block you in your life for reaching your highest potential. So forgiveness is the first thing. Then you say, I'm sorry. You acknowledge the situation and you are sorry for holding on to it for so long. And you will no longer allow this situation to bother you. So you say that you're sorry. First you forgive, I forgive you, I'm sorry. Then comes thank you. You thank the situation or the person for whatever lessons it has taught you. Everything is a lesson, especially these situations, challenges. They always have something to teach and that is something to be grateful for. And when you can turn something that, let's say, you didn't feel was positive into gratefulness, gratitude, then that will shift everything. So you say, thank you. And the last one is, I love you. So we send love to the situation or the person, which allows you to heal and get through it. Everything can be accomplished with love. So kind of when we have made the space of, I forgive you, I'm sorry, thank you. Then we put love into everything. I love you. So those are the four steps. It's very, very easy. You write the list, you go through every scenario. I forgive you. I'm sorry. Thank you. I love you. And then you can also imagine having a cord stuck to your belly and to these situations and then having a piece of scissors like you can have a piece of scissors in your hand like a like your fingers and then you cut it you release it you let go and that's how it's done
I promise you, this is effective and it does work. And I really encourage you to try it out for yourself. And if some resentment or resistance comes up, then sit with that as well. Why are you resisting? Why is your list empty? Do you want to hold on to things or? These are good exercises. Thank you for this beautiful year. And next year will be lots of wonderful episodes. And I hope you can invite in. You can do that also after this exercise where you kind of do a vision board or a like vision what your next year will look like. But I highly recommend doing this exercise first and then bringing in all the new stuff, all the beautiful things so that you can be in your highest potential. Thank you. Sounds good.